Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Catherine. What's up? Hello. Hello. Hi. So do you hear this sound? Yes. That's the sound of a traditional pen. Ew, it's so gross. I wasn't going to go with gross, but I mean, you could just throw it out there. Oh, cringeworthy. <laughs> so if you know me, I'm always taking notes. I'm always writing things down. And one of the challenges with that, I love writing stuff on paper with old school pens. However, capturing that stuff, quantifying it, organizing it in a way that I can use it later, maybe not my strong suit. If anyone's seen all. all the note cards around our studio, it's intense. <laughs> That's why I'm really excited for today's new contest and we have a partnership going with Beta. You've seen the contest that we're running. We're giving away really cool tech. And today's tech is no different. Today's tech is the Neolab Convergence Smart Pen. The M1 Smart Ooh. Pen. I'm using it now. Do you hear anything? No. That's because it's smart. It's a smart <laughs> pen. So when you're writing with this pen, you're going to be able to take pages of notes. They're going to be recorded. They're going to be, you're going to be able to use these later on. How many pages, you ask? Catherine, guess. Guess how many pages you can take. Uh, 50. Okay. 2,000. <laughs> 1,000. So just, just with this pen, it looks like a normal pen. Uh, I love that it's fluorescent. I love that it's bright. And I can't wait to start using this more. So it connects to your computer or your uh, Android or your Apple device via Bluetooth. And I'm really excited to just start, yeah, getting that, you know, keeping that tactile experience going, but also being able to record stuff better. I agree. We're giving away two of them. One of them we're trying out. So make sure you go to mission.org slash giveaway. When you enter, you're going to get one entry to win. You can get more entries by referring more subscribers to our daily newsletter, which has been improving by leaps and bounds. Catherine, are you a newsletter reader? Absolutely. Every day. Awesome. What could we add or what topic or theme do you want to see us tackle? Hmm, something more on like tech and art. Tech and art. You heard it here first. Today's contest, it's out now. And we're going to be doing something with tech and art, especially for Catherine coming up soon. So stay tuned. And we have more contests and more great content in the works. I was like perfect in college. Like I was like, why? Why isn't this like the magical Harry Potter pen riding into like, you know, and now it's true. That's so crazy. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you are listening to Mission Daily. Selected as Best of 2018 by Apple, Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning. It's good to see you again. Good to see you. We just got back from vacation, but we didn't really get to podcast any. You thought we were going to I while we were camping. Going to. I thought we were going to, but uh, I'm glad we dialed it back and got some vacation. That was uh I guess the longest I've gone without checking notifications and emails in a while. Because you had to. We didn't have signal in the Calaveras Mountains. Sometimes that's the best way to do something new, right? Gotta I put agree. yourself in a position where your back's against the wall or you don't have contact and gotta get outside your comfort zone. No, oh, that was important. Yeah, which is what we're talking about today is getting outside your comfort zone. With one simple strategy, there's a daily challenge, a story. And then uh, I guess I'm going to open it up and start to get vulnerable a little bit. Ooh! I picked the most uncomfortable one to start with, but sometimes you got to eat the frog to get the day started right. All right. So let's hear. Is this based off the newsletter we are about to send out today? Yeah, it's based off this newsletter and it's uh, based off a simple challenge, which is think about your biggest challenge right now, personally or professionally or anything you're struggling with and ask Another person, ideally a friend, a trusted advisor, a colleague who has a vantage point that you don't have, but where they also have enough context to provide good advice or an answer, 
Ask them for help with what you need today. Not what is easy for you to talk about at the workplace, not what is easy for you to talk about in your personal life, but try to pick the thing and get to the root of your challenges. And, and that's where it gets really, really hard because it's, uh, it instantly gets into territory that's uh, unsafe and that is unexplored and unknown. So are we going to dive into your story behind this bound around asking a friend for advice because you didn't touch on it in the newsletter? Yeah, I didn't share it in the newsletter because I wasn't sure if I even wanted to share it. I decided that I need to have more courage. And so that's why I wanted to share it on the podcast for Do anybody it. that wants to go deeper. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, so I was thinking, you know, we hit kind of a, uh, a rough patch in not business wise, but uh, just personally um, with you and I, where, you know, we, we reached a tipping point where it was clear we had been making so many different sacrifices that we had acquired a ton of relationship debt. We've alluded to this earlier but relationship debt, like any other debt, is just something that creeps up when you don't properly invest in things beforehand, when you don't properly prepare. So in building the business, we made a bunch of sacrifices. The business is doing great. It's growing. But personally, I was really struggling with a bunch of different things. And yeah, this is uh, how I started solving it. It wasn't instantaneous, but in a couple minutes, I got a whole new vantage point and perspective on something that I didn't have before that I desperately needed. And that was uh, a well-reasoned critique on my root problem. So did you already know what your root problem was when you went to a friend for advice or were you trying to figure that part out too? No, I so I had kind of pinned it down to the one thing, which is not feeling comfortable being me, basically. Not, not feeling comfortable, not being able to quiet my mind, not being able to I would be, it was basically clear that I had just so much anxiety, frustration, uh, and everything that I was just bringing with me everywhere that it wasn't really me. It was just a byproduct of all those sacrifices and all those trade-offs that, uh, that we talked about. But I decided to go a little bit deeper. So in earlier episodes, I've shared kind of my exploratory process when I left the military to find out like who I was, what I was really interested in, and I revisited a lot of things from childhood. There's one thing that I've struggled with since childhood that I kind of hesitate to share because the second you label it, it's amorphous and it becomes something that isn't a clear description of what I was actually struggling with. But let me try to use words that everyone will understand. So the clinical definition of what I was struggling with was something called body dysmorphic disorder, which for people who aren't familiar, BDD is basically... I don't know how many people suffer from it, but it's a psychological condition where you basically have a distorted self-image of who you are, what you're doing, what you look like, um, how you're perceived by others, and that image does not match reality. So when we talk about objective reality, there are many people that are you know, instantly, well, everything's subjective and things like that. Many things are different, but how you are perceived by others is not how you think you're perceived generally. And so BDD is something I've kind of carried with me. And for a long time, it kind of just was something that just slowed me down, but I thought was something I was just always going to have or that I was always going to suffer from. And finally, it reached a tipping point where I'd got a lot of great encouragement from you and my family, but you all knew me, right? And I could hear confirmation from you that, you know, why would you worry about what you look like? Or why mm -hmm. would you worry about others thinking you're stupid? Of course, people don't think you're stupid, but these are things I was really struggling with. And when I would say things, when I would be in a room, these were all just endless loops that were playing in the background of my mind. There was just a bunch of noise. And so I 
I thought hard about what friends did I have who knew me well enough to provide great advice on this. And so I talk, I started talking to some friends via text and I asked for advice and then I asked for their recommendation about what I should do. Uh, and if this was like a well founded thing was, were any of these uh, worries justified or were they erroneous? Were they just something that I was carrying with me and I didn't need to carry any longer. So yeah. I texted a friend for help. Yep. And I think it's important that going to a friend, a lot of people don't realize how different that is than talking to your wife, your husband, family yeah. members. I mean, you and I had talked about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been an ongoing conversation here and there whenever things would come up. And I remember asking like, well, why don't you just believe me when I tell you this? And it's just very different when you hear something from a friend, an outsider who doesn't have a vested interest in telling you otherwise. Right. And the couple of people I reached out to and the one person in particular, I had seen them have a track record for being brutally honest with people about everything. And especially people where he had enough context to know, okay, this person's not going to freak out on me if I tell them what I really think. And so I just ran this by him and said, hey, this is something I'm really struggling with. And I think it's it might be holding me back everywhere. Like the business might be doing okay, but how much better could it be doing if I wasn't carrying this with me? And, you know, his advice was just focus on that first, focus on solving that because you're not going to be successful. You're not going to be able to play and be able to go through dangerous times and come out the other side unscathed or uh, come out the other side in a way where you can heal if you're not fixing, you know, if you're not getting the stone out of your shoe. And I read his message. Uh, he had all kinds of perspectives and kind of examples on why this was a stupid belief system and a stupid voice to allow to keep repeating itself in my head. And he had some ideas on how to stop it, basically. So I took some of those ideas to heart. Um, I got proactive. I started reaching out to more people to talk with, more trained professionals. And what I found was really unsettling, but I think it's a message that and a challenge really for all of our listeners to to explore, which is if you're willing to be really courageous and really vulnerable about things, others might hear them and think, oh, well, that's easy. That's an easy thing to get over. It doesn't matter what others think, right? You have to pick and get to the core of what makes you the most uncomfortable, what makes you cringe when you're sharing it, what makes your palms sweat. That is what you have to work on. And professionals aren't always the best answer, right? You we got to add the caveat, like always seek out trained professional help. And if you're struggling, if you're thinking about hurting yourself, make sure you contact a trained professional. Um, But outside of that though, I think going to your friends is the best strategy for healing because your friends are going to provide you unbiased advice. Your, your friends aren't going to advocate that you spend the next 10 years in psychotherapy, making absolutely no progress while you pay ungodly sums of money to somebody who hasn't necessarily faced or overcame what you're struggling with. And so I took some feedback from him. I took some feedback from other people and just the act of talking about it and sharing it and voicing it out loud made the scope and magnitude of the problem seem way, way less. And so I was able to, in conversations with a a couple of potential coaches and psychologists and things like that, they, they gave me a great vantage point and I was able to triangulate with all of that the best step to new habits that would stop that voice permanently. So I got back to uh, basically studying my own personal history about a time when I was happiest. And now I'm in the process of just adding all the daily habits that I was doing 
at that time when I was my happiest. So I went to this time that was fortunately or unfortunately in the past uh, when I was in Egypt, when I had a complete handle on this and this uh, BDD thing had completely, it was like it was never there basically. And, but I was also the result of me being aggressive in stopping it. And I didn't even know what I was doing at the time, but we talked earlier about the two a days uh, workouts, working out in the morning, working out in the evening, but that's what I was doing at the time. And it worked like a charm. Like if your body's active, if your body's really healthy, if you love yourself, if you're showing it through your actions, you're not going to have a bunch of psychological worries basically. And you know, there's again, caveats where everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different, but you're not going to be worse off if you're treating yourself and your body, which is basically your mind in a way that someone would if they love themselves. Yep. And I think it's also sometimes hard to recognize when you're in that situation, because I remember you and I talking about this for what felt like forever going back and forth about things feel like they're struggling. They feel hard right now. And, you know, me just kind of bringing up like, well, if we take care of ourselves and each other, everything will be better. I don't know how many times I said that, but I think the person who's in that situation struggling with it doesn't really see that perspective because everything else feels so hard and it's hard to get to the root of something. And just remembering that, because I know myself, I was getting a bit frustrated during that time of like, I see this so clearly. You need to start working out again. You need to take care of yourself, prioritize your needs, prioritize us over the business sometimes. And yeah, I think it can be hard for whoever's struggling in that situation to actually see that perspective until they start searching on their own. And until you ask a, you know, ask advice from a friend and get their perspective, yeah. who's not directly involved in that situation. Because now looking at it, you know, a few months later after that occurred and we had, you know, big struggle fest for a while there. Yeah. Now, I mean, even this morning we were saying everything is just so much easier. Oh, it's so great. And yeah. it's, uh, it's something I'm able to laugh about now, but before it, felt like the end of the world as stupid as that sounds it Mm -hmm. felt like very much for me like it was the end of the world but uh from an outsider's perspective and from the perspective of a friend a professional and then an amateur in the field i was able to triangulate a great path to solving my own psychological problem i think this is really important to remember here that it's tempting to use psychological labels as a scapegoat or as an alibi for uh, bad behavior. And it's tempting to use those as an excuse for solving those problems permanently. And that's why I would encourage everyone listening to kind of triangulate a solution with the help of a friend, a trained professional, and then maybe a beginner in the field, somebody with beginner's mind. That's a great strategy to get a new vantage point over whatever you're personally struggling with right now. So whether it's one text message you send today or whether it's three text messages to that, you know, that trinity of people, I would really recommend, you know, just do it. The more uncomfortable you feel about it, the more that you feel it's risky, probably the more opportunity there is there. Um, Because the things that you're terrified about talking about, the personal stories that you're terrified about sharing on the other side of those is a new person. And on the other side of those is a deeper connection with all the people that you're sharing with. Because some of the people that I was sharing this with, I mean, their response was basically like, I had no idea why, you know, why didn't you tell me or why didn't you, I, I could have helped. I could have supported it. I would have said something. I would have uh, tried to help you solve this sooner. And it's uh, painful. You know, it's painful to look back on and wonder why didn't I get a handle on this sooner? So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really tough, but it's important to remember that the earliest day you have to start something new or to fix something old is today. 
And that's just the way that, you know, it's just the way it is. You have to move forward. Yeah. And on a final note, I think this advice can relate to a lot of different people. So, you know, from the, you know, mental health perspective, that's one area, but also just if you're building a business, if you, you know, are a new parent, I mean, there's so many aspects that little things can bubble up and feel like big things. Yeah. And just by talking helps. And yeah, I think that is a lesson and advice that we are continually taking ourselves with us, our family, just because it makes everything better. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So if you like today's episode of Mission Daily and the long form newsletter that we published that's based on this topic, there is a lot more of that in store. We're excited about it and we're so grateful to have you listening. Be sure to check out the new contests. We're introducing new ones all the time. The newsletter is getting better and better as are every other show on our network. Yep. And enjoy the interviews this week. See you next Monday. See you next Monday. Mission.org is a media company with a daily newsletter, network of podcasts, and brand studio designed to accelerate learning. Head to Mission.org to get award-winning podcasts like The Mission Daily, The Story, IT Visionaries, Education Trends, Marketing Trends, Future of Cities, and more. Mission Studios has worked with companies like Salesforce, Twilio, and Katera, to create custom media channels that drive results. Make sure to subscribe to the Mission's daily newsletter at mission.org. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.